Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio begins right now. That's a good thing. Our friends at Birch Orthodontics sponsoring this hour, as they're wont to do. Hello, Dr. Birch. Hello, staff at Birch Orthodontics. Thanks for all the great work you do. My kids, thank Crushing you. It. Iris kids, Crushing thank it over you. There. Everybody who's had a chance to send their kids for the excellent, or their own, or maybe maybe you're a 50-year-old and you said, my teeth are jacked. I got to get this done. You go see Dr. Birch. Whatever it is, you're going to get excellent care. We recommend them highly. They're the best in the business. Can't recommend them any better. BirchOrthodox.com, yeah. our ride or die orthodontist. Go check them out, and uh, you got especially going into a new school. Nothing, no, yeah. there's nothing kids want more. No, they got to get the going teeth. back to school with braces. Some braces they on. can't wait to did get you, the braces. Oh, they love that shiny. Did, did you guys see? Uh, do you follow her on Twitter? I do. Um, I didn't. I I didn't realize I did, but, but then, it's it's limited. You can't. Then she blocked. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not going to give her name. Yeah. Apparently, she doesn't want people to follow her because it's personal. But her kid is like one of the best javelin throwers yeah, in the that. state. I yeah. thought that was interesting. He's got he's got like the state mark mm-hmm. right now, the best state for the javelin. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? It's awesome. News. You wouldn't have thought. Uh, well, she's you know she's relentless. I have a feeling is. that she uh, is probably a little over the top in her parenting. Right. Maybe excessive in the way she drives that young man. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it's paying off <laughs> a, at yeah. this point. A little great Santini. Good, I never heard anybody. You know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Trip writes, howdy, gents. With the Notre Dame game nearly a month away, I can't help but fantasize about the glorious Sunday, that glorious Sunday. What does each of your ultimate tailgate setups look like? Assume deep pockets, Mr. Chaffel, is footing the bill. 
and money's no object. So, Ira, you're the deep pocket guy of the group, apparently, according to Trip, and so therefore you're footing the bill. I like yeah. that he thinks that and yeah. that you're doing that. Yeah. And I wish then he that was hashtagged true. it, big baller shot collar for that ass. Mm. There you go. That's a great hashtag. <laughs> um, so we'll be working that night, Trip. The tailgating will not be the, the way that you would like it to be since we're going to have to do stuff. We'll uh, register sausage on the grill. Without question. I'd throw in some shrimp. I like shrimp on the grill to some go with the, the sausage. Yep, yeah, a little shrimp on the barbie. Now, you're going to have multiple coolers with a wide array of selections. Okay, so, you know, everything from what Corey drinks, which is the hard stuff. Right. The, the, the ultra. Yeah, the, the stuff the that keeps stuff. you on the, it puts I, I on the ground. I can't go that hard that early. It's really what Cat 5 Maintain was, was started for. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Then you'll have your liquors for those that don't drink beer or wine. Uh, and then you're going to have to have a multitude of TVs in the buildup because uh, well, there'll no, be but it's other a Sunday. games. Yeah, but th- th- I think there's another game on that earlier in the day. Is there? I don't know. I made that up. Normally, that's not, there's, there's on a normal Saturday, game. you got to have a couple TVs. Oh, you got to have two But on a screens. Sunday when you're the only game in town, I don't know if you hey, need one. Hey, you can put it on and put some of the highlights from last season up. Are you, oh, that's not a bad the idea. North yeah. Put the North yeah. Carolina game. The North Carolina game up and let all it All those ride. Duke touchdowns. Oh, the big games, yeah. You yeah. can have PGA Golf on. I'm sure there's a tournament going on in the that Labor weekend? Day. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of options. But, yeah, you got to have a grill, and you got to have uh, plenty of libations. For the kids, too. I think there Waters should be cornhole going on, too, guys. Some cornhole. You know, a little cornhole action. Uh, some Slam other. ball. Have you heard of slam I, ball? I, I, we play slam ball at my house. I saw that on the beach for the yeah, first slam time. It's good. an odd game. It's a lot of fun once you learn how to play. It's fun. So, yeah, not only that, and we'll go to the next question, but I saw it on the beach. I'd never seen it before. It's these old dudes trying to play. I'm not going to explain it, Ira, but there's a trampoline involved in a ball that you're trying to slam off it. But then I was like, I've never seen this. And then on ESPN, two days later, oh, it's a sport. It's the Slam Have Ball you National ever Championships. Those people play? Yeah, it's incredible. They're the ten feet back. The level of athleticism yeah. is insane. I actually tuned in. I I can't watch guys cornhole. I mean, hey, but I can't watch cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Right. It's not my cup of tea. Nah, it's hey, not my I got gotcha. you. I'm gotcha. not watching. You'll that. watch guys do a lot of things, <laughs> but not that cornhole ain't one of them. <laughs> That's correct. But what I will say is, I can tune in to the slam ball. Yeah, I will tune into that because that's athleticism that is unreal. There, I saw unmatched athleticism. Some un- would say the, the, the women and the men leaping upside down, yeah. flipping, getting falling the, down, crazy. flipping it over yeah, their heads. Ira, get it when you get a chance. Yeah, buddy. I was oh, trying to look too. up some video right now. Oh. Is it officially called Slam Ball? I, it, it was on the on the uh, ESPN. I have the show. game. It's sitting in my garage. We play. I play with my boys all the time. They're always wanting to try to beat me. They can't yet. But. The picture I'm seeing, the first picture that comes up on uh, our friends at Google, does not look like anything I would ever be able to do in my life. But so it's a fun game. Doesn't really. It's a fun like, game to watch. You're just hitting a ball off a trampoline. But I mean, then it involves that running and jumping and yeah. Oh no, that's a different. That's like you're jumping off a trampoline and dunking no, over someone. That's no, no, a different it's not sport. That we, we're not doing no, that with our it's, knees. It's a, no. it's a beach game. Google lied it, to me. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it's called slam ball. It might be called something. It's else. called something. I have maybe that's the why Google's lying to me. I have the damn game. I'll think of it during the break. Butcher, I tell our boys again as it relates to NIL. How difficult could it be for FSU to recruit players using NIL in a market that provides lesser opportunities than a university situated in a major market with greater opportunities? I have thought of this. Spike ball. I, yeah, spike, spike ball. ball. Yeah. What I say? Slam, Slam ball. ball. Here's here's what I was going to ask. This is a great question from Butch, and I need Ira's undivided All right, attention. I'm here. I'm here. For heaven's sake. So, I'm trying to solve the riddle. Uh, spike ball, guys. Spike yeah. ball. Butch Butch brings up a good point. I thought about this when. When it, as it pertained to Miami, but uh, you know, if I, th- I think about markets where obviously opportunities right. for endorsements are bountiful, as opposed to sleepy Tallahassee. Now, I love sleepy Tallahassee, and it's my place to to live. But admittedly, if you're 18, 
big city for NIL, if you're a star athlete, seems to be a better draw. That I mean, that's that's there's been two lines of thinking. That's one. Are one these piece- the questions from this week or last week? I feel like we were asked both those questions last week. I think you're living in deja vu. Mm, all right. No. Just saying, all right. Just I feel like I've gotten both of those questions here Did we have the slam ball con- uh, discussion No, it before? didn't come to me then. But, uh, all right, but so, I thought we got asked the tailgating. Yeah, there's two lines of thinking week. with that. There's some people that feel like, oh, yeah, UM, because Derek King has gotten off to a, a hot start with right, the NIL right, right. stuff, that, that the big city is where you want to be. On the one hand, I'm like, man, I don't know. I mean, it, I grew up in Miami. When Miami was great in college football, yes, you could have made – Michael Irvin and those guys could have made some money from endorsements. And they did. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they in, lived it in, up. In, in and two, they did. In 2020, 2021, there's not a lot of people in the city of Miami who give a crap about Well, let me Miami put it – I'll paint it in a better picture now, because a, I'm, I live in Atlanta. I go. can promise you. Nobody cares about Nobody it. in Atlanta cares what the Georgia Tech running back is doing. Right. He is not going to be a marketable If he person. shows up at a car lot, nobody's coming. Yeah. The the Georgia the Georgia running back, the Georgia quarterback, is so much more famous than the Georgia Tech quarterback, even though the Georgia Tech kid is in the middle of Atlanta. Yeah, I've actually thought, you know, going into it, I thought the Tuscaloosas and, you know, yeah. the towns where they yeah, I mean, really, they all got fat boosters. Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. I mean, you're, you're – they're, they're – to Corey's point, they all can't go to one or two schools. I mean, the thing is, and I, and where I, I really kind of, I was worried about the recruiting aspect of all this going into it, but I, the more I think about it, I'm starting to think that it's, it's going to be about what it was yeah. because the schools that wanted to cheat before that they're are going to be paying their boosters are going to be paying a lot now. Uh, like that's not, it's not unlocking any door. Yeah. We knew the wild, wild West was a bit of what this is for now until we figure out how to handle it. I do worry in this sense that, yes, the hardcore booster at Clemson or the hardcore booster in Tuscaloosa or Ohio State, wherever, is going to be willing to offer up opportunities. It's a little bit more above board, but, you know, I I guess that doesn't change things. I just know that they're going to have to monitor that we don't get into a situation where we have fake jobs where people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to quarterbacks yeah. to come. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. it is something I worry about. Corey, well, they're gonna I, I got to... it right. I looked it up. It's, you we're, did? We're on the right okay. stuff. Okay. All right, Jay. just felt yeah. really familiar. It, it felt weird, and you derailed the show a little bit, and I Sorry. looked it up, but I found it. We're good. Okay, good. Great. It's, 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 it is a problem for me to text him the night before a show and say, hey, man, you going to put up that Facebook prompt? <laughs> Y'all don't remember <laughs> those questions last week? It's not a problem no. for him to in the middle of the show, Say, accuse hey, you of printing yeah. out the wrong weeks. Yeah. And I oh, I do that all the questions. time. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, you'll randomly accuse me of whatever right in the middle of a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeff, did you steal ten dollars out of my wallet? I didn't. <laughs> Corey, we're doing a show. What are you talking about? Yeah, we'll see. Michael, <laughs> am I the only one struggling to get excited and how we're something uh, and how we're competing against schools like Purdue? Alabama A and M. Okay, that, <laughs> that means it's a fresh question. That's not it's from all last right week. Here, Got it. Man. Feel good now. Feel Gee, good about it now. He, see, no, it I still didn't another question. <laughs> yeah, where now, he's like, oh, that's verifiable. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay. I see what I see what's yeah. going on. Okay. All I can do is hope these player evaluations pay off because no championship team in the past decade were made up of non-blue chippers. I guess this is how far we've sunk. I hope I'm completely wrong and we end up shocking people this fall. Well, Michael, well, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a non-championship team. team. It's a non-championship team, Michael. This team's not going to sniff but a championship. Michael, I'll tell you this. There have been plenty of bowl teams that have had transfers from Purdue yes. and Alabama A&M yes. and people like that. So, yeah, yeah that you, it's – we got to lower it a little bit. Now, two years from now, you're going to want a championship team. Right now, you're just looking for a bowl team. Two years from now, unless a kid had major grade issues and it ended up that he had to go to a junior college and maybe there were some behavioral issues and therefore there's only a couple teams willing to take a chance on him because his athletic prowess is otherworldly, you know, 
yeah, two years from now, if that's what you're going against, and in, in, in Purdue and Alabama and A&M and SMU are the teams you're competing with, we got problems because you ought not have to fall back on that. But right now, this is still we got holes yeah, to fill, this guys. Is a, if this is a ten-step journey for Mike Norvell, if he's putting together a ten-step journey to getting Florida State back to where it needs to be, he's on like step two and a half. I mean, this we're we're early in the process. Yeah, it's it's tough too because there are good players at small schools. Yeah. And if you find them and they can and they fill a glaring need, you're like, I don't care where that kid's playing. Come I like, on, man. I like my man Norvell though. After watching that pass rush last year, goes out and gets eight pass rushers. Yeah, yeah, he's eight. Got, yeah, uh, <laughs> three in the transfer portal, right? And then yeah. five. Remotes. My biggest yeah. fear is that I thought the same thing about our linebackers. I was like, mm. okay, I, we need eight defensive ends and eight linebackers. It's going to be yeah. a busy off. So a lot of numbers at the problem. Yeah, let's so just, a lot of yeah. numbers and at then it. eight offensive linemen, and we're done. Yeah. There you go. That's it. That's all. Oh, <laughs> Mackenzie Miller, come on. Okay, you can come here too. That's it. More headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Stevens writes, Jeff, with the Open Championship approaching, are there any golfers you refuse to take again in your pools due to past failures when you picked them? Charles Schwartzel is never going to be trusted again. Uh, appreciate you, Stevens. Uh, yeah, well, no, nobody, nobody that... Um, is that this week? That's this week at Man, 3 a.m. on Thursday, baby. Like they're all yeah. on top of each other. Schedule's been altered, been weird. Uh, I will just tell you that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm starting to develop a theory here. Now, go study, and I'll move on from this question, but study those who play good links golf because this tournament's unlike any of the others. So even a guy that's playing really, really well on the PGA Tour is not necessarily a lock to go over to England and play well on these Lynx courses. And otherwise, you could look at a guy who's not played well on the PGA Tour but kills it on Lynx courses. You may want to take a look at those guys. That's the advice that, I, that I'll give you there. Because it's a different say, game. What, what, what are we doing? It's a different game altogether. What are we doing? you got to keep it low, keep yeah. it out of the wind, sure, Corey. Sure. You know that, right? Well, this we're, we're not on XM right Press now. Press it this, We're not Trey Jones. This isn't your golf <laughs> I'm just, show. The man asked a question. Well, he you didn't answer his question. I just answered it. No, he asked, is there anybody you wouldn't do? I said, do? I'm not worried about specific golfers. I'm looking for trends. Listen, you got to ask answer the question you wished had been asked of you, not the one that was asked of you. That's the way the world works, Corey. Preston writes, congrats to Corey on being up before noon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 10.20 uh, to, well, today. Yeah. 10.20 alarm. <laughs> congrats to Jeff on locking into the best player in baseball, John Nagowski. Yeah, the big, Lebowski, big Con- Nagowski. Congrats to Ira on being the most likely of you three to ever become president. Look at that, That's, buddy. I like I'm that. I'm rich, and yeah. I'm going to become president. Yeah, man, big day for you. It's the hair. Well, yeah, there's never been a bald president, has there? Well, been? we kind of have one now. Biden's bald. I mean, if you if you get a shot from behind, well, he's Trump, pretty well bald. Well, who knows what Trump's well, going well, on I, with Trump? I think we know that well, that was a wig. But we've never seen a bald president. Like they've never been shown to us. Not 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 completely bald like you and me. Right. There are. Go back to the annals. There's some bald presidents. I know they like to say there's no bald presidents. There are some people. Follically challenged that have been president before. But yes, not, they were probably gluing. That's all kinds one of, of the next to, great. Uh, Ceilings barriers to shatter, to break. barriers to break. Yeah, let's a bald not worry president. about a woman becoming president. Can we? Can we do <laughs> can the we right get a bald president? Bald can we get a bald white yeah. guy? Let's go. <laughs> I bet the Rock could become president. He's as bald as it gets. 
Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, And with the NBA Finals having such a random matchup of teams, people complain about not having big markets. But to me, it's nice not to have chalk. If we were blessed to have Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State disqualified from this season, what would your dream college football playoff final be, regardless of the current state of the teams? And then he wrote, hashtag, nut-cutting time for that ass. Mm, Appreciate you, Preston. Yeah. Good question. I'd like some character. Give me some. Give me a character. A coach with some character. Oh, no. Give me a coach that's going to be interesting. Well, until you said coach, I was going to say Arizona State. What? Because they no. They, they like football. No. They've always been kind of a fun program, it and they happened. haven't won jack squat ever. All they did was give Florida a championship one year when they lost to Ohio State in the uh, Rose Bowl. Shake the snake. Yeah, they they should have won that game. They're right that there. Game right there. But I I would like to see Arizona State play. Not, they don't win I don't think, anything. I think that's going to happen given their current circumstances. No, I know they have no chance ever. But no. you, you know, back in the but I'm saying back in the early '80s, Florida State and Arizona State were the same. The four and now teams Florida State in a playoff. You want to see? All right, this gets interesting. Uh, I'll even exclude my secondary team that everybody knows. I'm an OU. And I'll, I'm and only, I'll exclude Georgia. Yeah, I'll exclu- so I'm gonna leave OU out of this. Um, Which they, I mean, usually they crush it in the playoffs. They do really well. They had a war with Georgia. Anyhow, so I'm going to go with, let's see. I wouldn't mind seeing Texas do it after. Oh, get the hell out of here. Dummy left. I don't care about Texas. So it's Arizona State, Texas. Now you get one. No, no, no. We're We're ruining this Final Four. No, Texas, get out of here. They're a major power. They have all the resources. They're just underachieving losers. Let's go with Washington out of the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Love the stadium. I know. Love the stadium. Love the uniform. They actually have a decent tradition. So we got a Pacific Northwest. Ira, I'm going to let you pick the team in the Northeast. Uh, Let's see. There's a lot of great options up there. Um, I'll go with. uh, Yeah, it's who you want. It's not. Doesn't have to be Penn State. Doesn't have to be. Who do you want? mm, Man. The Jets. (laughs) Uh, I'll go with uh, Pitt. You like Pitt. Go I like Pitt. Pitt, too. I like that call. Old, old Good job. So now we got Washington and Pitt in the Final Four. Corey, I'll let you have the SEC. Or oh. not. Or not. You can say screw the SEC eternally. I've already said my pick, Arizona State. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous pick. No, it's not. It's, it's a, just an absurd pick. Washington has been there. Why would you pick a team that's already been there? But We, I mean, already, we already have a West Coast team now. And we're, we just don't need well, Arizona State. This isn't State. the West Coast. This is the desert. It's a whole different ball game. Arizona State is Florida State's sister school. They're not. They were the they same school never, in the they early are a 80s. Useless program. Similar color scheme. I do love their uniforms. Yeah. I do love that they have a little devil to them. Yeah. Is Herm Edwards still their coach? I think yeah, so. Right so you, can't, you can't have Herm in the final. Four. What are we doing? <laughs> well, here? that's why I said he doesn't the, even know where the, he's co- at. The coach, the coaching angle makes it harder for me. But I'd still say Arizona State. That's my answer. That's <laughs> my a, answer. What a Arizona State. Answer. What, what a are, terrible answer. What are you going to say? South Carolina? No. Who would you say in the SEC? Well, Kentucky? I don't need to pick an SEC team. I don't suppose. I mean, I. In fact, I don't at all. Um, Purdue. I like Purdue. I've always liked Purdue. I, you know what? I'm gonna if I'm gonna change my answer, I might go to Nebraska. Oh, great fans! I like it. Get them back it's, in. Get them Let's back get to them where back they've been. The, okay, uh, it's a state that loves football. And literally enough. has nothing else. Okay, so now we got Washington, Nebraska, Pitt. Pitt, Pitt, and Arizona State. No, no, oh. and let's go. Next you question. Don't get two. Next question. Right. Next question. I'm gonna say Army. Oh, not Army, Navy. Army gets in. Yeah, Army, always, Navy, always Army, Air Never Force, Navy. and uh, Army. It is. There you go. What a playoff. Army, Pitt. 
Nebraska and Arizona Washington. State. Shattering TV records. <laughs> I have the bad fortune of having scheduled my wedding for the Sunday of Labor Day weekend before the football schedule came out. Charlie. Mm. Jesus. Mm. I'm, you would have, you, Charlie, you know football is being played on Labor Day weekend. And I wonder if he scheduled it Sunday because he thought Saturday would be the games. So he's like, well, Possible. Sunday, yeah. you, you know, I don't want to schedule on Saturday because I want people to, Charlie, be able to watch this college is a failure. football. This, this, uh, it's a huge failure yeah. on a number of levels. Yeah, I'm going to have the game on during the reception in a side room. But what's the protocol for the groom in this situation? Try to ignore it and watch it later. No. Sneak off occasionally to check in. Yeah. <laughs> a clandestine earpiece? What would you do? Well, I wouldn't have scheduled my wedding for that weekend, first of all, Charlie. You almost that is don't even want to give him advice mistake. because is he going to take it? I mean, what kind what, of person yeah, makes a... Maybe his wife's difficult. I don't know. <sighs> I don't think know, so. Wife-to-be, she may have pushed the issue. I'm going to blame the woman here. There's no I man like that she, made this decision. They really don't. I mean, I, I'm, I'm worried about the whole marriage, to be honest. Weddings <laughs> on Saturdays are where it's at. So maybe she was nice and said, yeah, we'll move it to Sunday so you can watch the foot, You can watch the Florida State. Yeah, the how about game. we just play it safe, babe, and do do this the week before or the week after the, when they play Sanford. Well, no, no, just no, because there are other games at that point. You're, yeah, you're ruining right. the wedding for everybody. So to answer so, the question, you, okay, you have it on and you have you get your, to check in. Well, and your best man can give you updates. You are going to have five guys, I assume, that are going to be in front of the TV the whole reception. And I'm also having a conversation with my wife to be about what time it is. This is a way to set the tone. And well, and if the game's going well at halftime, there's a decision to make. Like it, updates may oh, not work it's a anymore. Tough, it's tough at that point. What if you're up 17 with a chance? I to mean, and I'll kick say this too: like we've all been to dozens of weddings. Yes, most aren't very memorable. No, if the whole wedding party is gathered around a TV watching and watches a game Florida, a memory. and watches it's Florida a State memory. knock off Notre Dame in the Sell final on minute, that one, Corey. that's that's a memory that will last a lifetime. Oh, do you remember what's his name? Uh, Charlie. You remember Charlie and Becky's wedding? Yeah. How could I forget? That was after getting Notre Dame. Pokey Wilson makes the catch in the catch. corner of the end zone to win the game. Y'all and then are he remember lifted that Becky above his head, and we all celebrated together into the night. Yeah. <laughs> I've painted a good picture for you, Charlie. Charlie, you can get. negotiate. The point is you need to negotiate that going in. There's going to be a TV locked away in a, in a cap that's not going to be out anywhere unless the yes. c- circumstances yes. call for it in the fourth quarter, and then it's oh. coming out. Yeah. God, I get nervous for you, Charlie. I do think you have to have a sit-down. Let's let's sit down and vet this thoroughly with our wife-to-be. You're going to have my undivided attention for this wedding for about two hours and 15 minutes. But right. if things get to where we need to check, I'm assuming, Charlie, that your wife-to-be gets it and understands you. Clear, you're writing into seminal headlines. Yeah. I mean, you're a fan. This isn't a stunner you're, for yeah, her, I wouldn't think. I would hope, right. You're not going to interrupt the father-daughter dance. Or maybe you will. Well, if that's it's, a bit much. If, if, yeah. it's a, if it's a game-winning field goal attempt, <laughs> you cut off butterfly kisses or whatever, yeah. and let's go and watch this let's kick. Andrew writes, off-season what-ifs for that ass. If we were guaranteed to go 10-2 and two this year, yeah. but you picked the losses, what games would you pick? Now, he wants you to know that he would take a loss to North Carolina and at Boston College. I think the reasons are obvious. It would mean wins over Clemson, Florida, and Miami. So, what say you guys? I mean, I'd like a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be cool. That'd be a cool pet to have in the backyard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get no. I I think you'd take a loss to. Well, yeah, no, those are fine. Any of the North no, I like Carolina, too, I, well, that's the NC thing. Is State, NC State, so, Louisville. Like, a lot of fans are doing this. Somebody t- uh, tweeted us a couple days ago. Like they want to. Okay. We can accept we're not going to win 12 games. We're not going to be in the playoff. 
can we at least pick the wins we're going to – if we're only going to get seven or eight wins, can we pick, pick the, the ones wins we win? And yeah. they want the good games. Of want, course. Well, it's like – Screw man, Clemson, you, screw Florida, screw yeah, Miami. But if you win those games, how do you only win seven or eight games? Yeah, you're an immature team, Ira. Who yeah. Knows? You don't handle success. Sub, sub your toe against yeah. Well, then you're going to have to start – there are going to be real questions about Norvell. Like, oh, you get him up to beat Clemson but that's on right. the road. At least we would know it's in him to get him up to beat Clemson but, on but the road. But you're going to lose to Boston College? Come on, yeah, Mike. Come on, we can't – That's a different level of questioning. I'll take it. Yeah, you'd rather be there, right? all day long. Yeah. No. I, I would. T- I don't mind the Boston College loss. That's just like a letdown game. Um, I maybe would throw in a different loss uh, besides North Carolina. I'd love. I'm gonna guess that game's gonna be at night on the road. Beating Sam Howell again would be fun. Yeah, well, be it'd just be funny because uh, Homeboy has never beaten his alma mater, and it would just be funny to keep him over there steady losing to even bad Florida State teams like he just did last year. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, he was salty after that loss. Well, last Matt year. Brown. I mean, he thought for sure yeah. this was the day. And it should have been. I mean, that's a humiliating loss for Mac Brown. They should be ashamed of themselves. I would maybe lose to say, and this would be kind of appalling, but I would maybe lose to like a Louisville or something. Yeah. Or maybe Syracuse. Nothing would be Dino. Nobody would care. Dino's on no contract. If you beat Flo- if you won at Florida and at Clemson and beat Miami and beat Notre Dame, all right, man. You might still even be in the playoff. You go ten and two. Michael writes, how would you feel if you slogged out four hard years in college to hone your talents to be ready for your journey to the majors and you watch a bunch of high school slappies get drafted ahead of you? Hashtag burn down the dick. Oh, man. So, okay. Uh, Well, high school slappies, they're not slappies if they're getting drafted. They're probably guys that throw 98. Uh, And that has always been the way of Major League Baseball, man. High school kids get drafted left and right. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it does. I, it does kind of suck. I mean, I mean, it would, a, it would, it would. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's new. Yeah, and Mike no, Trout. It's, it's, Mike Trout was drafted out of high school. I mean, he he turned out right. There's a lot there's of guys lot of that drafted out of high school. Oh, but there's a million that. There's that a terrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, what I always wondered was like, uh, like Tyler Holt. God, I think it was Tyler Holt. Like there were all these outfielders that weren't nearly as good. Russell Wilson, maybe if I'm remembering correctly, was drafted ahead of Tyler Holt. And Tyler Holt hit 400 no, in the ACC. Watched him, yeah. And he made the majors. He was a good player. But it's like, how does that – what do you think if you're a Tyler Holt and you see these guys where you're a very good, very, very good college player and there's the there's these dudes that are just being drafted on I just think you come up you. in the system understanding – I remember reading Cal Ripken Jr.'s book. And in his book, he his advice to people who are really good coming out of high school is to never go to college. Always go straight to the major leagues. Well, it probably gets you prepared. Well, well you don't go straight to the major you leagues, know what but I mean. you get, get drafted prepared. by a major league yeah. team and you begin working with a wooden bat with professional instructors and you hone in your craft. I think what would now be that was a different time. More so. bothersome is if you're a kid, if you're a guy at Double A that's 24 years old and is hitting 330, but they keep giving all their attention to the. The twenty, the nineteen-year-old yeah. prospect who's a million-dollar, two-million-dollar baby. To. Well, that's that's yeah. hitting one eighty. Yeah, and they're just like keep they trying give to. Them they give chances. them every was, chance. Yeah, the it's money, like, man, well, yeah, the money's invested. When, uh, that's what was good about Devin, though. Devin Travis is he outplayed his yeah. draft status, and he was a guy they kept trying to if he push hadn't down. Hurt, he'd be playing right now. He'd still he be really playing. Yeah, player, he was yeah. a really good hitter. Yeah, but John Flaherty, who my sister was, they were together in college. He they drafted Eric Wedge after him, mm. and they kept. You know he was, and he knew he was like, man, I'm I'm screwed with them because they they got Eric Wedge and they're gonna that's all they're focused on. And then he ended up having a better career than Eric Wedge did. Frustrating. I mean, I I think the system, you know, you know it coming out. And and you if you have to get past this golden child, 
It's going to yeah. be tough. You know, usually you get traded out of the organization. 60-something percent of all starting rosters in Major League Baseball were drafted by some other team. Think about Nagowski. He's he's living it up with the Cardinals, and all of a sudden they sign Goldschmidt. Living it up with the Cardinals. He's, he's, they sign Goldschmidt. He's, he's blocked. He's cool 082. He's blocked. Living and then he's got a, he goes to the Pirates and turns into a <laughs> Babe Ruth. Well, we have to cross our fingers he continues to hit because the only reason he's playing is Colin Rand's hurt. Well, yeah, man, but he's hey. Even even if this is just a week stretch, yeah. How cool is it that he had a oh, week awesome. like this in it's the major all, yeah. leagues? Yeah, no, no, that's you, really you'll neat. never take it away from yeah. him. It is awesome. Seminole headlines, ninety-seven nine. ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole headlines returns now on ninety-seven nine ESPN Radio. Let's keep them rolling here. Ira, you want to get to some Twitter questions? Oh, I don't even have your mic on. Don't even have it on because I knew where we were going. A couple more Facebookers. I was sitting here just waiting to pass. Hey, then we'll, we'll we'll fire up Twitter after. A no, couple I'm gonna more. fire it up right now because I see the exasperation on Iris' face. He's devastating. Like, come through this window. What are we like doing? Facebook He's so pissed guys. off. Hey, this this, this moment of Iris Chappelle's anger is brought to you by Horizons Bar and Grill. Delicious well as it may well be. Go sit down, Ira. Cool down. Cool your cool your emotions. I'll be there this week at some beer. point. I was just there before I went away to St. Augustine uh, last week. I went up there. Okay, nice. Had uh, had what I usually have. I had a business meeting. Sat down with this business owner and said, "Have you not been here before?" He said, "I have not." I said, "Oh, well, you're in for a treat." Mike came over and said hello at the table. Okay, uh, I said hello to him. Introduced him to my buddy that uh, was eating there for the first time. He ended up getting some Cajun seafood jambalaya thing that I had not mm-hmm. had before, but he said it was delicious. Mm-hmm. And then we got the the fish dip spread oh, yeah, uh, yeah. as an appetizer. Yeah. And then I got my sunset shrimp thing. Well, and the, tacos, the thing yeah. is, they just they don't screw around there. They don't screw around. The food is good. They're not screwing around with their food, Ira. And the great thing is, you got you can have a business meeting, or you yeah. can have a casual lunch. We could go like this. We go right. There. We can go like this with happy hour. They got happy hours too with beers from all over the world, probably. Jeff, yeah, up there, Cigar City. They got a little cigar. They city. got everything up there. Yeah. I get Cigar City almost every time I'm up there. You go straight for the hard stuff, as we mentioned earlier. With right. the Ultra, but and uh, the Ultra flows. They have it there, and it's ice cold. Right, it is. It really is. Great place. Go there. Tell them where it is, Ira. Located at Bannerman Crossing up on Thomasville Road, at Bannerman Road on the northeast side of Tallahassee. Go check it out. Unbelievable happy hour and uh, great food, great people. And tell them Jeff Cameron sent you, and that's oh, two cigar city, two get? cigar cities free, on the house, freebies. <laughs> I love that you do that. It's uh, <laughs> one, day, one day you're going to walk in. There's going to be a tab for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Jason writes on Twitter. If you could only attend one FSU football game this season, which would it be and why? Notre Dame. Yeah, probably that. The only one. Yeah. If I had to attend had one, to yeah, one. that's going to be the I mean, one with the biggest uh, hype surrounding Great atmosphere. It, good first, atmosphere. First time packed full capacity in two years, and they have a chance we to We play win Miami it. here this year, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm choosing the Miami game. Okay. I hate Miami, and I think Florida State's going to win that game. Oh. What are we doing? Do? What are All we right. doing here? Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. Uh, he also writes I'm taking PS. Miami, or taking Miami the game. Yeah, I'm going to that game, yeah. He'll be traveling through Shreveport on his way to Fort Worth on Saturday. Any, Lucky. Any food recommendations? Yeah, Great. one of those. Uh, Casino restaurants? No, buffets? Uh, the Hustler Club right next to one of the casinos uh, has a really <laughs> good steak buffet, like a buffet with you can get steak there. Mm. Oh. Ryan, you had to go here, fellas. Since it's Fourth of July, since it's July, and Jackass Four is out is forthcoming, which non-life-threatening stunt would you be willing to try? The fart helmet, the paper cut between the fingers, no, Ugh. the bug zapper on the tongue. Yay, yay! Dead period questions. Uh, 
I don't know what the fart helmet is. It doesn't sound good, does it? No, it doesn't, it doesn't, sound, doesn't like, sound appealing. It doesn't sound like it's something I want to do. I'm not doing the paper cut. No, That's no just chance. disgusting to talk about. I, ah! I guess I'd do the bug zapper on the tongue. Which might really hurt. When you I were a kid, I, well, did you do the 9-volt battery on your tongue? I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, that was I like, wish I could do that right now. <laughs> it's like a thrill. <laughs> yeah, it's like sniffing glue. Bu- bug zapper's got to be a little bit... Uh, a little bit stronger? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I did life-threatening things when I... Look back on my life at uh, 18, 19, and 20 that I wouldn't do uh, again. Yeah, and then I think up to myself, why did I do that? Brady living through those years. I'm really worried about on. it for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Think about like the jumping off like roofs to into pools and oh, stuff. Oh, we used yeah. to do I it mean, all the time. I, mean, I jumped off the bridge that? after bridge into yeah. the water, into the goal. I mean, went a hundred, I went over 100 miles per hour on a damn ninja motorcycle yeah, with so no right. shirt on, no, no, just. No shirt on. Like an ass. Yeah. Going down the beach. What would it have mattered if you had a shirt on? No, it's just like any chance you have to survive, you're really going to rip the skin straight off your oh, back. Oh, yes. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's going to look like a fatality yeah. like in Mortal Kombat. Uh, whenever each of you announce your next career move, how will you do it? Let the organization put out a press release, screenshot statement from your notes app, Photoshop edit <laughs> you in front of the new office, uh, blurry highlight videos, all hypothetical, of course. That's uh, from Charlie. That is a good question. How did you do it, Ira? Was it a tweet? When you, le- when you left the Democrats to go to War Chant? Uh, I, th- I, think I think you we, announced it on the Jeff Cameron show. It was a huge moment. That's think, right. Yeah. It was a big drum roll. Yeah, we, saw, we, yeah, we celebrated. I think we, I think we just posted the story and then tweeted it. And, uh, yeah, that's how we did it. When I yeah. wrote a, co- I wrote a goodbye column in the Democrat, but didn't tell people where I was going because I, I didn't feel like it was nice to do that, like to take that space and then mm-hmm. say, oh, by the way, if you love this, yeah. head on over to Warchant. Well, I'll have no shame. Soon well, I'll be sure. making an announcement and I'll talk about it on these airwaves right here for hours on end to let you know where I'm going. They won't even have to put out a release. It's going to be a video of me talking nonstop about yeah. where I'm going next. Should that's how like that's going to work. The cool thing about when I left the Democrat, though, which was seven years ago, was one of the big questions I had from everybody is what's going to happen to headlines because yeah. we were splitting yep. up at the paper. Yeah, and, and by the way, without getting too emotional, I've had us, and I mean this, a slew of emails. Not what's going to happen to the Jeff Cameron show. <laughs> where Where is similar? Well, they know you're going to be doing something. Well, <laughs> we've yeah. had, it's, been, it's been interesting. So we do have, and I, I can say this as I sit here today, I will have an announcement on uh, on the Jeff Cameron show uh, soon. These guys aren't going anywhere from War Chant. They'll be around for me to be able to do similar headlines with no matter what. So the show's not going anywhere. You guys have faith. You'll be able to hear it, especially as we get closer and closer to the kickoff football season. It's not going anywhere. Uh, Mary writes, no real questions. Just want to know who is going on the trip, media and players. Did I hear correctly that Jordan Travis and Mackenzie Milton are both going? If so, that seems odd to me. Thanks, Mary. You're a great listener, and we always appreciate your input. Um, it is different. They'll be the only quarterback tandem there for sure. Yeah. Maybe in the history of that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. In any school. I don't know if any school's ever done that yeah. before. Well, I guess if we go back a ways, has there been a team that used dual quarterbacks as like in rotation purposely the way, you know, obviously Spurrier did with the Gators back in the day? Yeah, or if you had like Wally Woodham and Jimmy Jordan, if they yeah. had ACC kickoff back then. Or yeah, or Metro the kickoff. Metro or, kickoff. Yeah, they had Metro kickoff back then. We got a few of these, by the way. There's several in a row that, and I can skip, I can just put them together. It's it's sort of a, what do you think about multiple FSU quarterbacks going to ACC, ACC media days? Has that ever happened before is this question? Yeah, no. There's See, no way because it you, you used to be offense defense, so now you get three, so you get to choose. But I don't think moving yeah. forward in the next ten or twenty years there will ever be two quarterbacks sent, um, unless next year it's Jordan Travis and uh, who's the kid coming in? Well, we got Chubba Purdy, Chubba Purdy, AJ yeah. Duffy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Tate Rodemaker. Is Chubba Purdy on campus, Ira? Dude, it's uh, you know, I mean, uh, if. Uh, <laughs> 
There's a lot of things I worry about, Corey. Chubba. That's not one of them. Chubba Chubba one of them. them. All right. It'd be cool if next year's ACC kickoff featured Chubba Purdy, uh, AJ Duffy. Jordan Travis yeah. as the three Just guys. bring in all the quarterbacks. <laughs> that becomes go. Florida State's yeah. thing. There we go. Wilson writes, flying my happy ass back to Florida from Amarillo again for the Notre Dame game. Any chance you boys will be out and about Saturday evening? Need to get me some uh, autographs for that ass is what he writes. Hashtag yay sausage. Actually, Wilson. There's a 100% chance we'll be out that Saturday night. There is a 100% chance we will be out that Saturday night. And we'll tell you where and when and all that good stuff in the very near future and i hear the shirts are almost done Corey was going to pick them up later this week <laughs> uh right. tickety writes uh, did it surprise any of you that we took two transfers that have never played it down for florida state to the acc meetings this is the this is the the, yeah. the theme here guys well it, for hopefully you listen to the first hour me, by the way but if you didn't we we talk about that uh some would say ad nauseum in the first hour yeah i don't think it was ad nauseum Corey I likes know. to say ad nauseum. I just like saying it. I don't even know what it say. means. It is. I don't even know what it means. Likes to break out a little Latin whenever you think. It's kind of a little in perpetuity type. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I do like to say in perpetuity. Well, I do too. It's a great It's phrase. a fun thing to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Wrapping it up. More questions. I plowed through those Twitter questions. All right. You wouldn't have believed the speed with which I Why'd you definitely... put your phone down? You just got to, now you got to unlock it again? You no, got those I, Facebook I questions on, right in front of you? I never lock. Oh, do you? Well, when we were doing the show. I When's the last time lock. you sat in the backseat of a car? Oh, Because I bet you'd be an oh, awesome backseat driver. Oh, he's I hate a lot it. of fun. I hate, well, no, I'm an awful front hey, why, seat driver. Why, why, why'd you turn your blinker on? No, I, Stephanie what? doesn't like driving with me because I, well, look, man. I don't. I, we can't get into it. But she <laughs> she does some things on the road that confound me. But again, like that. But it goes to everything. I it's know, like you're watching him. Di- you're dying. Jeff Cameron's been running radio shows for 25 oh, years. Yes, now. correct. And you just watch him like a Definitely, hawk. I might add. I mean, just think how better he'd be if I'd been there the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. But he just wouldn't be making these mistakes. 25 years yeah. later. Hey, are those are those questions from last week? Yeah. Did you get those? Are those? <laughs> I swear we got are those, asked. Are those applicable? We got asked those questions. <laughs> Did you have your phone on lock? If you could substitute our current top two wide receivers, this is from Nicholas, top tied in and starting quarterback for Burt Reed, Taiwan Easterling, oh, Bo Relaford, and, t- and 2009 Christian Ponder, do you make the switch? Yes. Yeah. If you got 2009 Ponder, absolutely. That's painful to God say, but yes. And no disrespect to the aforementioned, but how does that properly set expectations for next <laughs> who, season? Who, who is this? That's from Nicholas. Man, breaking out the Bo Relaford is uh, a solid that, call. That was really well done. Yeah, yeah, but when you got a quarterback like that, yeah, 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 that's a difference maker. Brian Maybe McKenzie. I mean, McKenzie could, could be that yeah, guy. Yeah, he could be I mean, that Jordan guy. will be that guy. But uh, but I, you knew Ponder was that. I mean, we know. Yeah, it. I think McKenzie Milton's going to have a good year, guys. I'm just going to let you know a little secret. I think he's going to play well. Brian writes going to Vegas with my wife next month. Well, that's a mistake. Brian, you don't go to Vegas with your wife. Next, any wagers, not because of anything nefarious, it's just that you need to be free. Um, free to do what? No, no, gamble and drink oh. all night. I'm not talking about anything bad. Right. I'm not talking, yeah, you know, don't do that. I'm you don't saying. need to be distracted from the important stuff. Yeah. Like gambling and like drinking. Your wife's going to make you do things that wives want to do. See a show. You yeah. might get a text at four in the morning. Are you still at the tables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, we're in Vegas. Stop you never know. So, I mean, his wife might love to gamble. She might. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's a terrible assumption that I made, but. Just saying, I don't, I don't book Vegas trips with my wife, and she understands. It's okay. Any wagers I need to make for you guys? Take the Knowles and the over if you get five and a half. What show would each of you star in? 
In Vegas? Yeah. I'd probably the I, Beatles Cirque du Soleil show, probably the Cirque du Soleil. Would you? Yeah, I mean, I like flipping around and yeah. dancing in the air. But with your limber and ability to, yeah, you could fit me in a box. I'd be uh, fine, like being like sawed in half in a magic show or something. Could like I that. be the guy that like Britney Spears dances over and stuff? Like Ooh. that would be a good. She's still be, doing that. Even well, though, I hope so. Yeah, I I, when so. I, the answer for I'd us be in is that show. Uh, the Blue Man Group. Yes, we're bald already. You guys would be gold. Dude, we, right? That's easy money. I saw a Blue Man group in Chicago, and I later on the next day, what, this is a true story. This is crazy. One of the guys who was in Blue Man group, by the way, those are some of the greatest athletes you've ever mm. seen in your life, right? I mean, they're unbelievable, and some of them literally had chances to play professional sports in other you know arenas. I ran into one of the guys on the L, and I recognized him. What? How? Because he, he had a on? very distinct. Oh, he, first of all, he was really lean and ripped. Okay, and he was bald. Yeah, well, and then he, clearly. Yeah, and then he had like this. The one thing that I remembered about him, we had great seats, was that he had this broken nose. I remember wondering the whole time, like, how did he break his nose? Because it was, it was right. messed up. But he was incredibly strong. And I was standing on the L, and I look over, and this guy, I knew it was him. And I finally, right when we were getting off, was like. You're in Blue Man Group. And I just did it to see if he'd be like, what, are you crazy? He was like, yeah. He smiled and nodded and said, thanks for coming and walked out. Oh. I, just, I met a guy from the Blue Man Group and not in the blue stuff. I don't. Yeah. I have a hard time recognizing people when they're not wearing paint. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible that you recognize them. <laughs> no, it was really weird. It was, you know, just it, it probably never happened again. Yeah. Brett writes, Jeff, Corey, Ira, in their peak. How many home runs in three minutes? Also, who's your BP thrower? Well, the guy, the yeah. Alonzo's BP pitcher is my bp pitcher he's the best bp pitcher i've ever seen what year who was it was it josh hamilton's was it his granddad or his uncle or somebody that threw to him and he grooved i mean everyone center cut yeah he and josh hit one almost out of yankee stadium that guy too could throw some mean bp um you know in high school i was a very good bp pitcher for real like i didn't play much but my my uh, service to the team was that they always wanted me to throw BP before the games. That's awesome. Got there. And I was throwing. Like, I wasn't but like... But how come you can't do that now? How come you're a terrible BP oh, guy? no, it's Brady? my arm. My arm's all messed up. Yeah, uh, from but, all that BP. But, like, pitch. I wasn't, like, just take it, like, I'll just you throw 50%. I was throwing about 85%, and they got tattooed. Oh, it's beautiful. It was like change-ups to these guys. To answer your question, Brett, with an aluminum bat, I'd hit some out. I don't know about now, no, I but would I would not. back then, in high school. No, even back then, I, there's no chance. Oh, I would have. But I will tell you this, not a lot, but I would have. But also, with a wooden bat, no chance. No, I'm not pretending that I could do that. Those, that's incredible. Get By the one way, out from the pure, mound, maybe. The diff, I mean, that's... There's a big difference for people who have never. Yeah, like, tried I think, to but split. I think if you pure it, it goes. Yeah, you, you got to pure, pure it. it. You got to really pure it. Yeah, uh, you can't even miss a little bit unless you're beastly strong like those dudes. Kevin writes. My friend claims she was talking to backup safety uh, Isaac Roach uh, one day about Marcus Outson. She called him Fire Crotch. <laughs> Isaac didn't mention the name to the team. The moniker was born. Is there any truth to this? I mean, look. I, I don't remember that. ever being asked a question like this on Facebook. I think Facebook, we keep <laughs> a little sure more PG. Uh, but we get a Twitter fire crotch question about outside. <laughs> I only read it because it's there's nothing, you know, yeah. against FCC rules about being called fire crotch. In fact, it's kind we'll, of... We'll go ahead and say I it was mean, true. I mean, he's a redhead, right? We'll say it was true. 
It's a fun name for him. Rooster is what most people refer yes. to him as, not Firecrop. <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> for now on, I'm yeah. always going to think Firecrop. Yeah, me too. That's awesome. That would have been awesome if that was his nickname and Musburger. Firecrop beats the Gators. In. Well, he would have been like, and Firecrotch is having a rough night here against Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. They need to get him out of here. Or maybe quit throwing the ball every down. <laughs> Chris writes, a thought exercise. What would be the best DC in the country? Uh, what would the best DC in the country have done with our defense last year? I mean, could Venables get them to be a top fifty defense? Let's say, or would Elko have turned it into a top sixty defense? I think that's the absolute ceiling. Is fifty five. 58 somewhere. I mean, you got no pass rush. When was the last time Venables had no pass rush? But I mean, so yeah. Would he quit football? It goes back to the, the 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 root of the problem from last year was could you could could somebody else have gotten through to them given all the circumstances, gotten them to play together and well and hard, and do all the things you need to do on defense? And I don't know. I mean, it's just impossible. Well, I don't think it was a strategy thing. I, that's the thing that frustrates me sometimes when people talk about coaching. Is I think they focus on like you know the, yeah the, the X's and O's yeah it has to be what you say because if it's not he's fired this year right. so we don't know Chris to answer your question truthfully our hunch ironize hunch is that he understands football and would never have coached it that way so therefore your concern and I know that's why you asked this question your concern is that his ceiling is like a hundredth hundred and fifth in the country you know if he you know and that somebody else would have come in in here and at least put these kids in a position to, to su- succeed at the level of top 60 uh, maybe but not if and no defensive coordinator Nick Saban whoever you want would have been able to get these kids if they're not bought in right. and they hadn't to do anything. It doesn't really matter. I don't think that Adam Fuller walked out there and said, we're just not going to cover people this year, guys. We're going to let them go free wherever Pick they want to go. Pick any gap you want. Yeah. Just let them go. Yeah. Pick any yeah. gap you want. I, that didn't happen. Now, nonetheless, your concern is duly noted, and it's everybody's concern. We'll be watching very closely. He's had an offseason. They looked better in spring, obviously. They look coordinated at the very least. Mm-hmm. It's going to be important that they play worlds better or else you you stop blaming the pandemic and you start blaming the guy. But for now, I'm going to blame the pandemic because it seems overwhelming. That coupled with all the things that led to that. Yeah, and you think, I mean, I, again, I, the one thing I always point to is the 2014 when Charles Kelly came in as the, when it was promoted defensive coordinator. You could kind of tell that those kids didn't really believe in him, in him. as their coordinator. Yeah. It's not to me he's not a great position coach. He's been on national championship teams at Alabama. He's a good position coach. But when they went from Jeremy Pruitt, who they bought into and believed in and had great success with, to their linebackers coach getting promoted, they just didn't buy into him the same way, especially the DBs. And uh, so that at that point, your knowledge doesn't really mean anything. And yeah, you know, I was man, I was thinking about this the other day, which has that, to be infinitely frustrating, by the way. Oh, if you're the guy. Oh, if you're the guy, and you know he's saying, "I don't teach that. We don't do that." Yeah, it's got to be. And and if and if it's happening all over your defense, what do you do? You know, it's not just one guy. Okay, I can sit that guy, but it's happening all over. But I was thinking back to the end of Jimbo's tenure, man. That defensive staff. You had Charles Kelly's DC, and again, I think Charles Kelly's a good guy, good position coach. Probably not Florida State's. Real good special coordinator. teams coach too. Yeah, yeah. He's your defense coordinator, Bill Miller. 
is coaching oh, that was, linebackers. That was not good. That was yeah. Brad, not good. Brad Long's coaching defensive end, so yeah. I have no problem with him except for the fact that he and Jimbo hated up falling each other, out. And he was ready to retire. He wouldn't even let him like be on the headsets during games. No. So that three they almost got into a fist fight on the sideline. <laughs> it's three-fourths of your defensive staff. Oh, it was not a good look. So uh, <laughs> just reminded me for the people who are like, oh, we should have never let Jimbo go. That's what he That's what he created yeah. at the yeah. end of his tenure. Yeah. Anyway. For Corey Clark, Ira Chaffel. I'm Jeff Cameron. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Be good, everybody. Seminal Headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.